Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Well, it's been one of those days, Marissa, and I pressed the wrong button, okay? I'm glad that you figured it out and you... (laughs) (laughs) It's recording now. Yeah. It's all that matters. Right. We're here. It's all that matters. Yeah. I... Work was just, and then I went to acupuncture, and it was, nope, not good. Oh, not good. No bueno. (laughs) Why? I don't know. Okay, sometimes when I try to just lie still, my left leg, like, starts twitching. Uh Uh-huh. Like, it won't stop. And that happened to me, and um, I was just laying there, like, stop twitching, stop twitching. And then when he came in at the end, so I was just so miserable. Because that's all you could think about. Because that's all I could think about. Yeah. I couldn't stop focusing on it. I was, like, like moving my leg around, like, trying to get comfortable. And then he came in after, and he, like, looks down, and he's like, did you move your left leg? And I was like, yes, I'm sorry. I was twitching. <laughs> he's like, no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, I just noticed that a few of the needles fell out. And I was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. I promise. <laughs> No wonder I wasn't getting the full benefit. I didn't have all my needles. Well, I'm sorry that you had a day and then acupuncture that's supposed to be relaxing was... Absolutely not. And now Teddy won't stop. He won't stop. Growling in the background. He's not going to stop. And I give up. Correct. (laughs) But you know what? I am excited because I read two really awesome books this past week that I'm very excited to tell you about please do so i unfortunately have been having a pretty dry spell this week i've tried um quite oh, teddy. teddy i've tried quite a few books and i couldn't get into anything so i will go through the books that i couldn't get through when it's uh my turn to discuss unfortunately i don't have a, a recommended read that's a five-star read um, but I am very excited to hear about your two five-star reads, so maybe that will give me a little bit of... Um... Yes, you're going to Yes, you're gonna want to read both okay, of these. great. I was actually really excited when you were like, I don't, ha- I don't have anything to recommend. I was like, good, because I couldn't choose. <laughs> so now I don't have to. So um, the first book that I'm telling you about is called Remarkably Bright Creatures by Shelby Van Pelt. Okay. Teddy is a remarkably bright creature. He is. Or not. <laughs> I mean, not today. I don't know what he wants. He's just sitting there whining. So <laughs> sorry about that, folks. Um, okay. So remarkably bright creatures. We have Tova, who is 70 years old. Um, her husband has passed away. She's kind of all alone. They had a son named Eric, um, but he died tragically in a boating accident like right out of high school okay. so it's been years right um and everyone kept telling her it was suicide and she was like i just don't believe that like to this day she just refuses to believe that that's what happened she thinks there's got to be more to the story um she has a few friends who um she is in like a knitting group with but she's not super close to him 
And then she's actually from, I think, Sweden, which is where the name Tova comes from, not a, not a typical name. Um, and so she and her brother and her parents came over from Sweden when she was like seven. Mm-hmm. Her brother and she haven't spoken like in decades. Um, and he's just passed away in like an old folks home. Okay. So she's just alone. Yeah. Poor thing. The one thing she does have is she still works, even though all of her knitting group friends are like, you're 70. Why are you still working? She's like, I really like my job. She cleans the local aquarium in Soul City. Neat. Um, kind of. I wouldn't want to do that, but neat. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she lives up in like the Seattle area okay. in Washington, like Puget Sound area. So anyway, she she really takes a lot of pride in her job. She cleans after hours. She makes sure everything is spotless. She's just a very neat and tidy person in general. So it's perfect for her. She loves the aquarium. She loves her job. All right, so that's Tova. Okay. Then we have Cameron. He's 30. He's like one of those people who's a super genius who can remember like the details of something he read in a magazine 12 years ago specifically um but he like can't hold down a job like his girlfriend just kicked him out of the apartment you know one of those types of people that are like so smart that they just can't do yeah they can't function normally so um his mom was or is a drug addict and he hasn't seen her in years he doesn't have any contact with her he lives near his um aunt his mom's half sister um in california and he starts going through some of his mom's old things and he finds this old class ring that he thinks might be might belong to his dad and And he doesn't know who his dad is he's never known who his dad is so he goes on a search for his father the third character that we focus on in this book is a giant Pacific octopus named Marcellus. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Your eyes. <laughs> not, not expected. I know. And I'm very aware of how strange that sounds. And when someone, I think it was Carrie, described this book to me, and she was like, yeah, and there's a giant Pacific octopus in it, and, like, he's a character in the book, and, like, we hear his thoughts and things like that. I was like, no. Just, <laughs> like, really? No. However, absolutely yes is my response after reading it. Um, So Marcellus has been at the, I think it's called Soul City, Soul something, aquarium where Tova works for a couple years now. And he is remarkably bright. What do you know? Remarkably bright creatures. So we get his point of view as well. And he is freaking hilarious. He's like, day 3,177 <laughs> of my captivity. Um, I just don't understand humans. They're so bland and boring. and what? Like, he's so freaking funny. So um, we have these three characters and they kind of all, their their stories intersect. Um Tova and the octopus kind of become friends and find a way to kind of communicate with each other. Um, And it turns out that the class ring that Cameron found was from Soul City High School. I don't think it's City. I don't know. Soul something. Sorry. Um, But anyway. Do you want me to look it up? (laughs) Would you like me to look it up? We can look it up. Yeah. I probably should because I've been saying it a billion times. 
Soul Bay. I knew it wasn't right as I was saying it. Soul Bay. Anyway, um, so it was silly and fun and heartwarming. Um, and I just really loved the journey that the characters went on and how their stories kind of intersected. Um, and it was a little stressful at times because we kind of, we the readers learn some things before the characters in the book do. And you're just like, oh my God, I need them to know this. What are they going to find out? You know, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I I definitely recommend the audiobook. I know that you will read the audiobook, but I'm telling our listeners to do the audiobook because um, Marin Ireland narrates it, mm. who I love, but then also the, the guy who does the octopus is just so freaking funny. I, it, it was perfect. Okay. Absolutely perfect. So, audiobook version. <laughs> yes. Okay. Definitely. And like Carrie said, she read the physical book and then she was like, I wish that I would have done audiobook because it was, it, it was, was really, really good. Yeah. Really, really, really well, well done. done. Cool. Yeah. So that's book number one. Okay. Book number two is called Two Night Owl from Dogfish by Holly Goldberg Sloan and Meg Wolitzer. Interesting name. Ringing any bells? Here's the cover. Mm, nope. Never Nothing? seen it. Not, not, a- not even a... Nope. No inkling. Okay. It came out in 2019. Okay. Um, so we have Avery Bloom and Bette Devlin are our two main characters. This adorable little novel is told in epistolary form and it's mostly emails back and forth between the two girls but there's some letters and some different communications thrown in as well so it starts out um with bet emailing avery and going like hi um you don't know me but apparently our dads met in chicago like six months ago and they're dating now and i didn't know that did you know that and now they want me to go to this summer camp that they say that you're also going to because they want us to be friends and both of the girls are like whoa whoa what is going on no i didn't know that our dads were dating each other and Avery's like, I mean, I've heard of this camp and I've heard it's really nice, but like, I'm not going with you. So you must be mistaken. Like, I, I think, I think you've got the wrong person. It can't be my dad because my dad tells me everything and we're really close, but anyway, have a nice life. Um, and so they just kind of like keep going back and forth. Pause. Yes. How old are they? 12. Okay. Meant to say that from the Cute. beginning. Okay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, they're both 12, and so they're going back and forth, like, we just really can't be friends, like, obviously, so Avery is really bookish and just intense, and she has a lot of knowledge about things, and, you know, she's just one of those people, and then meanwhile, Bet. um lives over in California. She's a surfer. She's like super chill and sporty and outgoing. They're just two completely total opposites. Uh, but they end up meeting up at this summer camp. And, um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that they become best friends because it's like, (laughs) you know that that's coming. (laughs) Right. Um, but yeah, they get into all kind of like antics at summer camp and you know slowly form this bond with each other and the reason that they are going to this summer camp that their dads are like 
weirdly sending them there for a month, um, is that their dating fathers have decided to take a trip to China. And so they're like, girls, y'all go have a good time at this summer camp. We're going to go ride motorcycles through China. How random. (laughs) What? That's what they want to do. They are is riding motorcycles through China like a thing that people do? I don't know, but okay. it's, it's a thing that these people are doing. Okay. <laughs> I just didn't know if it was like, like that's just like a well-known a common, thing that people do. Yeah, I not something I've ever heard of as a thing, but that's what they're doing. Okay. And so okay. at this summer camp, you're not really supposed to have technology, but because their dads are going to be in another country halfway across the world, um they get a technology waiver so the girls can still have their iPads. So they're still like emailing back and forth (laughs) during the camp and they're emailing their dads back and forth. Um, And then they're emailing with um, Avery's mom. She shows up as a character and then Bet's grandmother shows up as a character and everybody is just so lovable and adorable and like you're just rooting for these characters' yeah. happiness. No. Um, and it's just such a fun story and adventure. I mean, there's more than just the summer camp. Like it continues beyond right. that, but I don't wanna mm. yeah, I don't wanna say it. more beyond that. Okay. But it is, there is more to it. But it like it just made me so happy. I finished it in a day. It's oh, a wow. it's a short, a short book. book. Okay. It's like six hours long. Okay. Yeah. And um one Saturday at what speed? I I think I listened at one point seven five. So I finished it in like four hours. Okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just like sat down one Saturday and I was scrolling through what I had available from Libby. And I was like, I don't know anything about this book, but play. And I just hit play and I was like, what is this wonderfulness? <laughs> <laughs> it was just perfect. Well, great. Now I have two good books to add to my list. Yes. Okay. So tell I'm going to tell happened. you. Yeah. Tell me what happened about to you this, this week. week. So I had a bunch of books from Libby that came available, like a lot of holds. And so I was like, this is great. I'm going to have so many things to choose from to read. Um, and then as I would start one, I just, meh. Ah. And then I'd start with another one, meh. <laughs> and just nothing kept my attention, and I couldn't stay focused on anything. So That's been happening to me a lot lately, so I was so excited to have – two amazing books in a row and I had the casket girls before that and I can't remember what I'm oh I just finished another book that was pretty good too but I'll tell you about that next week okay (laughs) so I'm gonna just tell you briefly the books that I really started and I I didn't even I don't know if they're gonna work or not I just couldn't get through them yeah just so I want to know what they were um First one was A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair, which I've mentioned before. Um, it I was, was going to o- say, I've heard of that. It's because of you. Yeah. It was okay. Um, I got pretty far, and then my my loan expired, and I was just like, meh, okay. I don't, like, you didn't care enough no. to, yeah. I mean, I re-held it, like, I, I put a hold on it again, but I don't know. It, it was a little... Um, it's about like uh, Greek mythology in present day. It's like Persephone and Hades, and it's a little—I uh, don't want to say softcore porn, <laughs> but it gets a little. 
a little much for your, I don't know. It just doesn't read like a really well-written novel. <laughs> I, I did not know where you were going with that. Um, I, I give you permission to not finish I mean, if it, you don't it was, want to. It was in, like, it was okay, but it just wasn't, it wasn't like, wow, this is great literature. <laughs> um, <laughs> not every book has to be no, fantastic No, 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 it, no, it doesn't. But, like, I, I would finish reading it if it, you know, comes around again and I don't have anything else going on. Okay. <laughs> um, the next one was The Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels by India Holton. I don't know it, but I love the title. Yeah. Which drew me in. I love a really long title. Do you? The Guernsey Literary Potato Peel Pie Society. Great title. <laughs> yeah. So the Wisteria Society of Lady Scoundrels by India Holton. <laughs> I started it and I just couldn't get into it. From what I know from the very beginning, it's basically set in, I guess they're in England. I don't really know. But it's these women who are part of this society where they... Um, they're thieves, but they're like high-end thieves. <laughs> and they have all these people that like try to assassinate them. And so like the beginning of the book, they're at their home and some guy knocks on the door and it's not a time when you take callers. Oh. And so, you know, the main one of the characters is like, don't even answer the door. Like <laughs> no one of significance should be calling at this hour. And so finally the girl answers the door and it's like some pirate and then he instantly falls in love with her, but he's there to assassinate her. And he's like, I'm here on behalf of so-and-so and and you have an assassination hit against you. And she's just like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And then, I I don't know, it just, at some point. I've heard enough. Yeah. (laughs) just kidding. I don't know. At some point a grenade was like thrown through the window. They're like, oh, a grenade. How blah. I don't know. It just didn't make any sense. And she like threw the grenade out and it like went off, not in the house. And she was like, what a terrible attempt. I don't know. It just like, I, it has good reviews. I couldn't get into it. Interesting. Next one, A Deadly Education by Naomi Novik. Yeah, I've read that. You didn't like it? Don't do it. Okay. So I started this and I was just like, what am I, what am I listening to? I couldn't. Okay. So I think I finished it, but at the end I was like. Yeah, I've wasted my time. And it's a series. And I know a lot of people love it. It had great reviews. But I, it was not for me. They just, not the kind of like magical. No, and it, I was I was looking for something in that realm so, of magical. Witchy. It was so dark and cynical. I just I didn't love the main character. Yeah, I'm. I, she I don't was blame so you rude there. Rude at the beginning, and then they kept talking about these words as if it was Harry Potter world, but it wasn't word, words that you knew. So then you're just like, wait, 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 what are they talking about? Like, what is that kind of creature, or what are they? I don't know. It just and I couldn't I couldn't visualize the magic that was happening. No. So yeah, I I couldn't connect to it. Okay, so I don't think I'm gonna yeah, go back. Don't to that. go back. If you if you're not into it, just from the start, don't. It's not going to get any better for you. Okay, good. Then I won't even um, bother with it. The next one that I'm currently reading that I'm not loving is Love and Gelato by Jenna Evans Welch. Oh, that's been on my list for a while. I don't know. I don't know if it's the narrator. I don't know if it's the storyline. You story know what? Line. I think I started that one and was bothered by the narrator, like years ago. 
so I didn't even read the description, but what I've gotten so far is that it has really good reviews. It's YA, too. right? Yeah, yeah. So it's this teenage girl. Her mother has passed away from cancer, and her mother is starting to tell her before she passes away. Um, she keeps mentioning this guy named Howard who she met in Italy when she was younger. And she keeps mentioning him over and over again. And then she tells her when this is, you know, after, I think you should go live with Howard in Italy. And she's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, so why am I going to live with some random guy who I don't even know in Italy? And she's like, Howard's really wonderful. Like, he's just, he's a really wonderful guy, and I really want you to get to know him, and I just think that this would be the next part of your your journey in your life, especially after. And she's like, please stop saying after, you know, like, you're nothing's going to happen to you. You're going to be fine. And um, it, this doesn't give anything away. I mean, Howard ends up being her dad. And she but never knew. Just, I don't know. That's and so, so weird. She goes to Italy to live with this guy that she's never met before, who's her dad, and he lives and manages a cemetery that's like a World War II American veterans memorial of of soldiers that have died in Italy that didn't get sent back to the United States. Um, I don't know. I, I don't thought know. it was a YA love story. I think it is. Oh, you, okay. All right. But so she's going to meet someone in Italy probably. Yeah, and okay. I, she's gotten to the point where she's met the guy, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But I don't... It doesn't feel like Italy. Like all the descriptions of things are just not Italian inspired. So I'm just confused. And they're American. And then they have like people that come that want to view the, do a tour. And they're from Alabama. So it's like everything that is happening in the very beginning, nothing feels Italian. Like I'm just like, what is this? I'm not sure. (laughs) But maybe it'll get better because it has really great reviews. I'm just not loving it. Hmm. But it's not terrible. Okay. The only book this week that I was able to actually finish and get through was One Italian Summer by Rebecca Serrell. Meh. It was okay. It was about a three for me. I think I gave it three stars. Okay. I wasn't mad that I finished it. No. But I didn't need to read that. Yeah. And I'm done with Rebecca Serrell. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) I loved In Five Years, and I know you did not, but I loved it. Really, to me, loved it. Five stars. The Dinner List did not enjoy that much. This one was a little bit better than The Dinner List for me, but not even close to In Five Years. Um, It's basically about a woman whose mother passes away from cancer, and she had a trip planned with her mother previously to go to the Amalfi Coast, which is where her mother went when she was younger and has always raved about it and always wanted to go back. And when she got sick, before they knew that, like, you know, it was she wasn't going to make it she bought her these tickets to say when you get better we're going to do this together um she doesn't get better she goes to italy she stays in the same hotel that her mother wanted to stay in she does the trip by herself she's having issues in her relationship she's been married since she was i think like 24 to her her college sweetheart since her mother passed away she just feels like her whole life is like falling apart She needs a break from him and their marriage. Um, And her mother was kind of the force in her life that she had all the answers. And she just, everything that she did, she did everything correct. And she asked her mom for so much 
um, help when it came to anything in her life that she never really made decisions for herself. And so now she feels unprepared to live her life without her mother. Um, so she goes and when she gets there, she meets her mother as a 30 year old woman, which is what her age is in this like alternate universe. Did you just hear that loud sigh? I couldn't get past the mechanics of how this time travel worked. It didn't quite make sense, and they <laughs> never explained it. it. It just frustrated the heck out of me. There were certain things that didn't make sense, and I don't want to give anything away in case you do want to read it, r- listeners, but um, <laughs> there are a few things that I, I just was like, wait, that doesn't make any sense, and... It just didn't what quite time, work. What time are they in? Like, what's going on? Like, how are things... How does she not know certain things that were... Like, it just... Yeah. I don't... What I will say, the descriptions of Italy were really great. And they described all the food that they ate and I the did. way the Amalfi Coast looked and how beautiful it was. Yeah. And it did make me jealous only because Michael and I went to the Amalfi Coast... But we went in November when everything was shut down. Oh. And everyone has talked about that's one of the most beautiful places in the whole world. We did not enjoy ourselves. We Aww. we were only there for a day. We left a day early because there was no food. <laughs> the entire village was shut down. We didn't get to see anything. It was overcast. We think that a small tornado might have come through the <laughs> night that we stayed there. We were sick as dogs. Oh my god. So, um we ate the little prepackaged food that the people left us in the Airbnb and then we had to go down to this like corner store and eat this horrible food that was in the case. Who knows how long it was there while everyone in that little place stared at us like why are y'all in here? <laughs> I couldn't even eat the food and I basically whispered to Michael, "I can't eat this. You're going to have to finish mine too." <laughs> and he just looked at me like, "Are you joking? Cuz you can't leave food." Yeah. On your plate in Italy. Yeah. Like, they get really offended. Um, so. That's a bummer. All the descriptions of how wonderful it was. I was like, bummer. That's what my the, trip should have been. Yeah. Because they listed all the, the restaurants and some of the um, hotels that I remember seeing and that I thought, like, oh, oh I really want to cool. go. And then when I looked it up, it was like, they're going to be closed. And, oh, the whole city closes. But I didn't think literally everything closed it does so do not do not do it to yourself do not go to the amalfi coast in november you noted will, you will regret it noted november december <laughs> um but yeah so yeah i just need i need i need something good i need something good next week well i've got two recommendations thank you. for you thank you i'm very excited about that um let's talk about the tea okay it's okay that's all right it's another meh. Yeah. It just goes with today. Yeah. Um, we haven't done Harney and Sons in a while, and I had some pomegranate oolong in my cabinet from when I was doing their Tea of the Month subscription. And so that's what we went with. Um, it's just, there's not much to it. It's not very bold um, at all. The flavor is very subtle. Um, it kind of tastes fruity, but kind of not. It's a little soothing. Like I could see drinking this at night if you wanted something a little different than like a chamomile or something that you would use to go to sleep. Because I don't like chamomile. Okay. I do. So yeah. But I mean, this could could be an alternate. Like I could see drinking this. Yeah. As an alternative. But, Uh, um. It's, it's nothing special. It's nothing that I would gravitate towards again or 
think like, oh yeah, let's make a cup of this. Let's have some pomegranate oolong. The character is a tangy, which I don't get, um, a tangy fragrant blend of full-bodied oolong with sweet natural pomegranate flavor. And Marissa is sitting here shaking her head no the whole time. Um, The ingredients, okay, I found this to be pretty surprising. Um, Oolong and natural pomegranate flavor. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That that shocked me a little bit. Yeah, it's a little shocking. Um, it is not bold. <laughs> um, and there's no tang. No. The so there's like a, a rating scale on the other side, one or zero to five. And for briskness, which is does your mouth pucker, um, it's rated a one. My mouth does not pucker at all. Not even a little. Um, body does the tea fill your mouth? I mean, it depends on how big of a sip I take, but the rating is two. <laughs> Dad joke. Um, and the aroma, does the tea have a robust scent? And the rating is four for no, that. And I'm not getting a, no. f- I'm not getting All a of four. those are actually ones. Yeah. <laughs> like, if we're being or, honest. Or maybe zeros. <laughs> Zero to one. In between a zero and a one, whatever that is, is what all of those are. Yeah, I I agree. It's lackluster. You think someone put it together and were like, man, this is not a great tea. It's just very meh. So we're going to just like spice it up with these ratings and then maybe con- subconsciously someone will be like, okay, yeah, it's a four. It's a four. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> What I'm saying is, were these people on drugs when they did the rating system? <laughs> maybe it's they were very inaccurate. Maybe they were snorting the tea. Maybe that could maybe give you. Yeah. If you snorted, I bet it would have a four in aroma. Probably. <laughs> Probably. So I did something a little crazy this week. And I thought about whether I should tell you about it. Or just surprise you with it. Hmm. I'm, I'm intrigued. I need to know. You have to tell me. We have to we have, tell me. We got to know. What is it? I... Don't build it up too much. I'm... <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry. I don't think I'm going to build it up. I'm just going to say that it's something I've been thinking about doing for a while now. It's something I've been saving up money for. Uh... I didn't expect for this to happen this week, but it did, and I I, I bought a piano. <laughs> that is not, I might, wait, my brain is trying to. <laughs> uh, I was trying to lead you astray. Hmm, okay, okay, can you play the piano? Nope. Okay, okay, that's why I was like, I'm so, <laughs> oh, she plays piano? No, but. Are you going to teach yourself to I want to learn, yeah. I figure, are you gonna get, I figure are there's you gonna get, apps now that you can, that can sure. teach you or like I'll if get lessons. If anyone can learn piano by themselves, it's you. I feel like I will be able to learn and I've always wanted to learn and yeah. I'm excited about it. And When you learn, our, our, can you teach me? Sure. I actually took piano lessons when I was little. Wait, so you need to teach me. I do nothing. Okay. Like I look at it and I'm like, I was, I did a concert, like, you know, little kid yeah. concert, but I played something at one time. <laughs> <laughs> could not tell you. Um, I have exactly zero experience in piano playing. Um, lots of experience in piano appreciating 
you know, the music. Appreciation I, I, of pianos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw that our local piano store was having a sale. I didn't know we had a local piano, piano We do. Store. It's right down the street, O'Neill's Music. Totally didn't know. Yeah. And they were having a sale on used pianos. Okay. And I was like, this is perfect timing. I'm just going to go walk in. So you've in been saving up have. for a used piano for a long time now? Well, I mean, I guess I've been thinking about it longer than I've been actually saving up for okay. it. Okay. I mean, pianos are not inexpensive. No, I'm sure they're not. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I've, <laughs> I've been giddy about it all week. I'm so excited that I've done this crazy thing. Completely unexpected. I mean, in the, you have in, no words. I'm, I have no words, but I also think, like, in the realm of crazy things that people can do, it's it's not like crazy wild. <laughs> like, what is she doing? No, but it's just like, why? Why? Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that was my excitement for the week. It is exciting, and I am. I will be the first person to sit at your first concert in your Aww. home. Yeah, Thank like you. To, yeah, we'll come on a Friday night. I'll bring a bottle of wine, and I'll just let and you... I'll serenade you at the piano. Yes. Can you say serenade if you're not singing? Sure, we can do whatever we want. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Have I shocked you completely? Yeah, I, I'm. I'm just trying to process because I. All of the things in my mind that were going through, like, okay, what could it be? What could it be? I, knew, I, would, I wouldn't have gotten there. I knew that you never would have guessed It would have this. not gone there. Because I have never said a word to you about never. wanting a piano. Never. Yeah. Anyway. Well, I'm excited for you. Thank I'm- you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for those Freud and Freud snaps. <laughs> um, when will um, she be delivered? How about I let that be the surprise? Okay. And one day you'll just walk in my house and there will be playing sweet, beautiful music. <laughs> and there'll just be a piano in here. And you're gonna be like, oh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know you can't wait. Yeah. All right. Well, thank until, you. Until next time. Thank you for Cheers. sharing in that joy with me. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at inkdrinkerspod. Cheers!